What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? Celebrity gossip. Celebrity gossip. Yes. Celebrity yeah. gossip. Exactly. Celebrity gossip. Yeah. We are pivoting to become an entertainment tabloid podcast. Yeah. Screw the news. I mean, it is, it is news. La. It is big news. La. Is so, yeah okay. I guess that's what we are here to talk about, la. Is mm, it is it big news because it something big news? monumental happened today? Correct, correct. But how's your week been, man? Um, it's been an exciting one. I mean, I think we we gave clues that we're working on a writer's room for a series, mm. and uh, yeah, we've had the chance to work with you know very talented people uh, in yeah. this writer's room, and and it's I mean it's just been. Well, nothing beats really, you know, working with people who inspire you. Uh, yeah. Right? And it's like a room of just, uh, I would say, like, story geeks. Uh. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I love yeah, it. Have, I love we, it. Have, I love we, have we mentioned a bit about what the story is about? Uh, not yet. I, I mean, typically, I don't talk about things before they, they fully happen or are completed. <laughs> so don't count the chicken, the story before, chicken before it's hatched, is it? Or don't jinx yourself, like, you know. Well, don't, what's the what's the don't pantang, don't count it? the don't count the chicks before they hatch, right? yeah. So then, when do you feel, when do you when would you feel comfortable? When there's a, a product is on the horizon, already ah. close to delivery, and uh, yeah, and there's a sort of a mandate to to get people like excited. Like more details, ah, uh. yeah, exactly. Detail. So now, now can just tease, lah. Can just tease. Yeah, la, tease, yeah. La. And we just finished six days of a writer's room. Uh yeah, and it was just it was awesome. Loved it, mm, mm. loved it. Made in Singapore content. Made in Singapore, but yeah. now we are back on the podcast bandwagon. Yes, uh, um, I think a lot of people have uh, been been you know noticing eh, changes in our schedules and all that la. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, as not far a secret, as not yeah, a secret not that we are very busy la. Yeah, yeah. Which which is a good thing. Which is a good thing. But we're still gonna keep cranking them out. Yeah. And speaking of cranking them out. Something yeah. very monumental is also happening in the near future, which we can talk about. Yeah. And what is that, Terence? This is Yalaba. Do you get a reference? No. You know, this is Sparta from 300. Oh my God, that was horrible. <laughs> that was horrible, dude. No, it's like, what do you think of when I say 300? You think of the movie, right? You have to. Yeah, yeah, I think of the movie. But when you mention something from the movie, it doesn't automatically make me think of 300. La. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Especially I because should, I should put in the image of like kicking some nice abs, nice abs and half naked men. Then you think yeah. of children. Ah, and okay, okay. Yala Bart versus Sparta, one is two syllables, one is three syllables. Oh. And then you don't have a beard. All six packs, uh, yeah. True. <laughs> so, but why is the number three hundred so significant? Because we are coming up to our three hundredth episode of Yala Bart. Um, you know, granted, it's not the 300th, 300th episode of a podcast that we've ever done, but but specifically, this Yalabat format is three hundred episodes older. Yeah, three hundred, uh, man. This this will be episode two nine seven. Yes, which means we're about a week away from uh three hundred three hundred Yalabat episodes. A week or maybe a week and a half, uh, somewhere there, depending on the schedules next week. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so I mean. Let's, let's just let's just put it into context. Uh, three hundred hours, right? That mm. is about uh, let's see, uh, eighteen one thousand eighteen thousand minutes of mm. us talking. Mm. So that's, that's right. eight eight. Oh fuck! I can't believe eighteen thousand minutes of us talking, which mm. is equivalent to twelve and a half days. Mm. So if you were to start playing 
a yellow yellow bud non-stop you can mm. leave us on for 12 and a half days in the background while you carry on with life yeah yeah Holy imagine those shit. people imagine those people have been listening from episode one until now yeah we've been whispering in their ears for 12 and a half days 12 and a half that? days yeah. oh my god i think i have some friends who across the the course of our entire friendship i haven't even spoken to them for eighteen thousand minutes i don't even think you've whispered sweet nothings into your into your fiance's ears for 12 and a half oh i thought days. you were going to say your year <laughs> no no not my year i'm not talking about your fiance's year i'm comparing you it to your fiance yeah. to my fiance's ear 12 and a half days straight uh, cannot be lah no but over the course of like 4 years of dating confirm you can accumulate it lah but I'm saying with like very close friends mm. have you do you think you've spoken to your close friends for 18,000 minutes don't think so man I don't holy think so. shit 18,000 minutes so if you guys have been listening to us uh, I guess yeah lah that's why people feel they know us very well mm. or like, at least our listeners uh, they know us which which does it's pretty great like, it's pretty great yeah but uh, oh yeah, the main, uh, the main thing aside from just tooting our own horn <laughs> yeah. is that we are going to do our next AMA episode, the AMA episode, Ask Us Anything episode, mm. which we haven't done since I think episode two hundred. Yeah. So right. the usual drill, we're going to start a sub a thread on our Yalabat subreddit where you can just ask us anything you want, and yeah. we will answer it on our three hundredth episode. Yeah, because we're generally quite private people. Mm. Uh, you know, with, we we were always slightly older than the YouTube, the YouTubers who started the scene and all that. Um, mm. But the crazy thing is that ten years later we're still here, man. Yeah, and, man. <laughs> and uh, yeah, a lot of people still know less about us than they do a lot of you know YouTubers that have come and gone, uh, or YouTube yeah. content creators that have come and gone. Uh. So every time we have an AMA, I always feel like it's like uh, something we owe to people who have been following us all this while, uh, right? Yeah, man. And I mean, in the past, I've always enjoyed the few AMAs that we've done. Uh, I think there were calls for us to do an AMA at the 250th episode, but we were like, you know what, let's just keep it to the 300th episode. Yeah. So yeah, so we're going to put a link in the show notes. Mm. Just go there, throw us any question you want, yeah. um, and we'll try our best to answer them. Yeah, and show you that, uh, hopefully that, prove to you that Yalabad isn't in decline. Yeah, correct. <laughs> That's right. One of the questions better not be, is Yalabad in decline? Yeah. <laughs> You ask the open, question. Open-ended question. Yeah, open-ended question. Mm. But, but cool. Um, today's uh, actually today marks a very interesting day to be talking about all the topics we're talking about. Mm. Because uh, aside from what we're going to be talking about, you know, like there's uh, you know, there's news about Sheryl Sandberg, the quitting mm. face, quitting Facebook or Meta. Mm. You know, she's a big proponent of of um, she's a big figure of female empowerment in the office, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and the two topics we're talking about are kind of related to empowerment, female empowerment as well, right? Yeah, I guess true. Yeah, yeah. So true, what is true. this first topic, this electrifying topic that has kept you on the edge of your toilet seat for the past six weeks or so? I uh, don't know about the edge of my toilet seat, but I can imagine a lot of people around the world on the edges of their toilet seats or yeah. if they squat, maybe on the edges of their the balls of balls of their feet. Mm. Um, it is the final verdict on the six-week-long, very, very public trial between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Mm, yes. I think in the past, we have we've thought about covering this at, many, at various points, but then we always said, okay, this is still developing. Mm. Let's see how it goes. And then at some point, we can talk about it. Yeah, that's right. So today, the verdict was passed that, um, that, that awarded Johnny Depp uh, compensatory damages of about $10 million 
and a further $5 million in punitive damages. But I think there's a limit to how much the punitive damages can be in Virginia, which is where the court, uh, the proceedings were held, mm. to 350000 So basically $10.35 million. Yeah. And, and do you know the difference between compensatory versus punitive damages? I do not. Uh, I mean, a quick Google is that compensatory damages are designed to give justice to them after being wronged. Mm. That means personally to them. Uh. Mm. Punitive damages are designed to prevent other people from being hurt by the same or similar actions. That means like a warning a warning shot. Like that, uh. So so that means awarded punitive damages. Uh, okay, so so his came up to 10.35 and Amber Heard got 2 million in compensatory damages. Uh. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I'm guessing they each have to pay for each other's damages, right? Uh, what do you mean? As in... The ten million, the when this is awarded, the money is not coming from the court, lah. No, no, of course, of course, it's from yeah. each other, yeah. Yeah, it's from each other. So, uh, I mean, there's set of a wave of discussions um, across the internets, mm-hmm. but maybe, maybe okay. So I don't know how many people have been following it to the T. Uh, mm. I, I think amongst my friends, people know of it, they've seen it, but not really pe- that many following it uh, where would you rank on the scale of how much you've been following it I rank on the scale that it was a very uh, interesting courtroom drama mm. uh, I was not particularly wedded to team Johnny or team Hurt before mm. the trial mm. but I was just very interested in how they would argue their, their particular cases plus the performance uh, basically it is a I mean there's a performative aspect to to when they stand trial and all. Uh. Mm. So I was watching a lot. Uh, I was watching at certain points live streams of the trial. I was watching, you know, updates uh, on, on you know, on the news and things like that. So, uh, yeah, I, I would say I probably know a bit more than than the, the average person. Mm. Just been following it and reading up a little bit about it as well. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's a nice juxtaposition because I think I know a little bit less than the average person who's been following it. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Yeah. But maybe maybe if I could uh, just help out the other people who maybe uh, are in the same boat as me uh, and give a, an overall timeline of everything that happened that has been related to this trial. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to rewind a bit, basically they met in 2011 on the set of a film called The Rum Diary mm-hmm. uh, where both of them were starring in. Then in 2013 was the first claim by Amber Heard uh, that uh, Johnny Depp was physically violent to her, uh, mm. apparently slapping her three times. 2015, mm. they get married at a private ceremony. Um, and then in March, when on a trip to Australia, the Amber s- said there was the, again uh, alleged that Johnny Depp was abusive to her. Mm. Then in 2016, the pair separate because... Um, Amber Heard claimed that Johnny Depp was angry at their penthouse and destroyed property. Then she files for a petition to dissolve their marriage and a domestic violence restraining order which prevents Johnny Depp from contacting her. Mm. So they reach an agreement and they dissolve the marriage. Um, and then she apparently got $7 million in settlement which she said she will donate to charity. Mm-mm. Then in 2017, they become formally divorced. Mm. Then in 2018, um, the 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 Sun, which is a British newspaper, uh, published an article that referred to Johnny Depp as a wife beater in the headline. Mm. 
So then Johnny Depp files a libel claim against the company that owns the Sun. That's how you pronounce it, right? Libel, yeah. Or libel, libel, uh, libel, libel. Yeah. Uh, against News Group newspapers, which is NGN. So basically, the newspaper published it, and Johnny Depp files a libel claim. Then Amber Heard also publishes an article in the Washington Post in December talking about her experience dealing with domestic violence where she doesn't mention Johnny Depp's name uh, but it, it talks about her own experience. Mm. And this all comes into play because they were brought up during the case. Mm. So in 2019, um, the Johnny Depp launches a $50 million defamation lawsuit against Miss Heard about her op-ed. Mm, yeah, yeah. Right. So this is after he he filed a libel claim against NGN, which owns the Sun. So there were two articles. Mm. Um. Okay. So then, um, when he launched the lawsuit against Amber Heard, he just said, you know, it it caused him to be dropped from the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, and that Amber Heard was abusive to him. So the rest, the two cases were delayed because of COVID, but in 2020 they met in London. Uh, to kind of have the trial for the libel suit for Johnny Depp against NGN. Mm, mm. It was a 16-day trial. And then the judge finds that um, uh, Johnny Depp, uh, that there's, there's enough, the ju- judge finds the content of the article to be substantially true. Mm. So this is the article where the son called Johnny Depp a wife beater and talked about, I think, 14 instances of Johnny Depp allegedly being abusive to Amber Heard. And they said, Substantially true. Mm. So, I'm going to finish. Then they, they, they refused the permission for Mr. Depp to appeal. Then in 2022, this is the follow-up to the defamation that he filed against Amber Heard. The case happened and that's what we've all seen. And that, eh, the jury finds it in favor of Johnny Depp. Mm. And that's where we are now. Yes. Yes. So, uh, I will take a break from talking now. Mm. Maybe you can share your thoughts about anything that that you want to share. No, but initially, I, uh, I mean, bef- let's take a step back from all this. Mm. What are your impressions of uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard? Uh, what's your what's your history uh, of them about knowing them and everything? Uh Johnny Depp. I've seen his movies. Uh, mm. I think I think he's super cool, super talented. Mm. Uh, got a got a good brand as mm. a you know bad boy kind of like oh went into alcohol, drug abuse, and redeemed himself. Mm. Uh, Amber Heard, I haven't seen many of her movies. Mm. I have only heard things about her being married to Elon Musk and then separating and maybe not the most positive impression. Mm. That was my starting point. What about you? Uh, yeah, I mean, Johnny Depp is an actor that, uh, a bit like Will Smith like that, right? We've, we've uh, since the 90s and everything, mm. uh, at least during my formative years and then all that, he was, you know, starring in box office hits, and I remember like in secondary school watching shows like Don Juan De Marco in the cinemas. Mm-hmm. Where it's like John Johnny Depp's a sexy smoldering, uh, you know, lead in romantic comedy and stuff like that, and and I mean a bunch of other, a bunch of other movies as well, like, You know, so, uh, but I've always known that he's a bit of a mysterious character with a, mm. with a bit of a probably a, a bit of a alcohol and drug abuse kind of. Uh, vibe to him, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's something he publicly acknowledges and, and, and uh, has been laid very, very clear at his trial. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, when he... I think Pirates of the Caribbean, when that movie came out, 
Uh, I remember, I remember it almost being like a, I wouldn't say comeback la, for him, but it became like a, it was such a huge, um, it was such a huge moment in, 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 in everybody's, uh, you know, embrace of Johnny Depp as, as Captain Jack Sparrow, la, you know, mm-hmm. everyone loved the character. They thought he was like the perfect person to play it. And uh, yeah, he could do no wrong, la, basically whatever drug or alcohol abuse allegations he had against him. It was a bit like Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man, like, right? Mm. They, they played these iconic roles in their career and that was it already. You knew that they were they were Hollywood stars for life and there's no there's no turning back already, like, right? Yeah. Excuse and me. So yeah, I mean, Pirates 1, Pirates 2, blah, blah, blah. You, 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 and you know, Charlie Chocolate Factory, you just suddenly saw this resurgence of seeing Johnny Depp uh, everywhere again. And uh, yeah, even selling, even being a face for a women's perfume, for example, mm. you know. So that's the extent to which Johnny Depp was uh, became infused in popular culture, even more so than, than in his early days, uh, in the nineties and all that, when he was younger, in his twenties. Mm. So it was, um, in some way, it's a, it's kind of a happy story, right? You want to hear that that an actor has overcome his his darker demons, you know, which include vices like alcohol and drugs and has, has managed to make something of himself uh, and more. La. And, and you know, I, I've seen, I think even before this trial, I saw videos of him dressed up as Captain Jack Sparrow visiting hospitals, mm. visiting terminally ill children in hospitals and things like that. And I'm like, wow, you know, mm. that's that's exactly what you want to see, la, right? Yeah. Uh, celebrity using his influence and power and money to, to do that. just do some good for the world, right? Fulfill people's dreams and all that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, but in the last few years, you just, you just been seeing less and less of him. Uh, I think the last time I saw him in a movie really was like, I think Fantastic Beasts, mm. if anything. Mm. Um, and then subsequently, these things about his, his trial, and I mean, his, his split from Amber Heard came to light and, and accusations of domestic violence and, uh, yeah, then you know you hear rumors that he's been dropped from the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean franchise mm. and everything. So it was a huge downfall, uh, and I, I mean I, I can't help but you know feel a bit sad like, that it came to that state, like. Yeah. So so to me, people like me, this trial I guess was a is a big deal, because mm. it's it's you know it's it's officially someone judging on the the he said she said element of this uh, of their disagreements. Yeah. And uh, hopefully laying to rest once and for all who, who's saying the truth, right? Yeah. And uh, like like you, Amber Heard. I I mean I've seen her in a couple of movies here and there, but I don't really have that much of an impression of her other than, than who she's dated or, or married, lah. You know. Mm-hmm. And uh, even Aquaman also. I I I wouldn't even have known it was Amber Heard in there until I watched the movie or something, lah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So. So so just putting all that in context because. The funny thing is, I've been, I've been the last few weeks, I've been going around asking people, "Are you Team Johnny or Team Team Amber?" Mm. And then you know, everyone has, uh, I would say, overwhelmingly lah, you know, Johnny Depp, uh? John, it's Team Johnny lah. Yeah. Until yesterday, like even yesterday, we we were, I think you were, you were with with me as well, and we were asking someone in the media industry, a lady as well, you know, like, "Oh, are you Team Johnny or Team Amber?" And then she's like, "Duh, I'm a woman, so obviously I'm Team Johnny." You know, mm-hmm. so it's like, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't really sure. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I was at first when I was I was processing the first half of her statement, thinking that she was going to say Amber Heard, 
because you know oh you know always believe the victim and, and all that like, right yeah but uh but then i realized that yeah johnny that really for a lot of uh women in the 30s maybe 40s and even the 20s like, right mm. johnny depp is a very iconic uh actor like, for them so- so based on your anecdotal research of asking people around you in social situations, probably in ways that they did not uh, want to have to answer, yeah, uh, your finding is what? 100% Team Johnny. Hundred really? I have not encountered anyone that said that they, they believe Team member. Yeah. But for you? For you? For me? Yeah. I mean, isn't it obvious already? Like, I've spoken so much about... I've spent the last 10 minutes just talking about Johnny Depp and all his movies. Yeah. So, so I mean... and Okay, okay. But... Uh, a uh, bigger context is that is, uh, I do think uh, there is some value in also taking a step back. I mean, I, I know Me Too is a movement, lah, right? Mm. But sometimes we do need to take a step back and, and acknowledge that there might be instances where where people fabricate uh, stories to get what they want, lah, right? Mm. Uh, I'm not saying that Amber Heard fabricated stories of um, of sexual abuse and, 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 and all because... It's true. I mean, only, only, only the two of them will ever know like what's the truth, like, right? Yeah. But uh, at the same time, we've seen, uh, you know, even in Singapore, we've seen cases of, of well, well-intentioned people for some reason or another fabricating stories in official, uh, in official papers or in official documents about about their about uh, their involvement in um, you know cases of of sexual assault and things like that, like, I mean. Let's think of the uh, Workers' Party and Raisha Khan, la, right? Mm-mm-mm. And just think of those the tsunami-like effects that that had had on our opposition, you know, our Singapore, our Singapore opposition, and how many years that whole thing set us back by, la, right? Mm-mm-mm. So, uh, you know, they always say you don't don't question the victim and don't don't uh, bring up past traumas and things like that. But in light of all these things that are happening and all, you know, it is. I think it is important that we do, we do try our best to say, hey, there's there can be some. Then there needs to be some nuances, lah, especially when it comes to people's reputations and all. Yeah, you know. So, so I mean, that's the a lot of context we've given. But just for one thing that I haven't been able to find a reason for is why was this streamed live? Why was this streamed live? Then? Yeah, not every case is streamed live. I guess it probably if in the interest of 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 public of uh public interest, I guess. Is this really a case that is uh of public interest? Sorry, what? Is this really a case of of public interest? Um I don't know, man. Cuz I I've, I've, I've been trying to look for reasons and when I Google like um like uh, everything is just about oh how to watch how to watch how to watch, um, uh, um, yeah. Because, I think yeah. it's because uh, um, the cameras and recording devices are allowed with authorization from a judge in Virginia. Oh, so it is only because it is in Virginia. Yes, West. Uh, yeah, so it's it's. They are generally prohibited in federal courts, mm. but in Virginia, camera recording devices are allowed with authorization from a judge. I, I yeah. guess why that why I wanted to bring that up is because the one thing that we all cannot deny uh, is that 
uh, everyone has seen at least some probably seen at least some clips on social media mm. and that is the weird thing about this because it was over six weeks and I know I myself have seen a lot of videos that were light-hearted or were kind of making fun of one of them uh, and making memes and all uh, which to me was like oh this is uh, like abuse thing and all uh, this is so light-hearted is it then it, then it became like a TV show like almost like this is not real Mm-hmm. And I think that is important to note because, like you know, you were saying like, oh, hundred percent, everyone is Team Johnny. I'm mm. also Team Johnny. But then, mm. if you ask me, do I really know the facts of the case, the fact of the testimony before today, before doing research for this podcast? I'm like, uh no, because I've seen some clips of Amber Heard just looking, sounding very guilty. Uh, Johnny Depp is super charismatic. Mm. so then it feels like what am I basing this on is it just a social media sentiment which we all know is the best way to base any opinion mm. on mm. social media sentiment I see I see. but for you having been someone who you said has been keeping track and watching and all even then is Team Johnny uh, uh, undoubted after watching it is it like, because you, you said you know you have been you watch some live streams live and been keeping at least a bit more track of it than me like. uh I mean, based on the the lawyers arguing the cases and their respective uh, behaviors in court, lah, mm. I think uh, I think Johnny Johnny Depp has won the public opinion, the court of public opinion here, lah. The court yeah. of public opinion, lah. If I if I just have to uh, be a bit more specific about it, I would say that uh, uh, Amber Heard came prepared, but maybe it, it almost seemed like. Throughout the six weeks, she almost overacted. Mm. She she there was a very performative, uh, a very performative uh, feel about her testimony. She mm. was always always like looking more at the jury than than you know answering questions from from the the, the cross examining lawyer. No, not that that's uh you, this it's not right to do that, but it just felt like uh, it was so uh, you know she just trying really hard to to make her case lah to the jury. Mm. Uh, plus the, you know, the almost the, the vocab and some of the words that she was using to describe uh, instances of uh, sexual assault, which I, I, I we, we don't have to, to, to say like say them, right? But because it's, it can be quite traumatizing and, and all. But the words that she was using were almost um, very, uh, uh, almost like they, they read off a page. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, like almost like, it was memorized and and it seemed like it was it was written for maximum impact uh, to it meant to sound dramatic like a like a script of a TV show or something like you know mm-hmm. um whereas Johnny Depp was much more uh you know he he was being like Johnny Depp not really he was bumbling and he wasn't really like answering the questions very well or, or trying to trying to you know use flowery language or anything like that. Uh, it was just it just seemed like someone who didn't want to be there, but had no choice but to be there, lah. You know, mm-hmm. so that's that's a, that's the feel that I got of of uh, of the case, lah. Like, uh, uh, and 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 the fact that and and actually Johnny Depp's lawyer, uh, I think her name is something Vasquez, right? Mm. Yeah, she she has been lauded as like a, a monster, a monster lawyer, lah. Like in really, a good way, yeah. in a, I mean, in a 
complimentary. Uh, good. Uh, you know, could you ever say it's good? Maybe she's defending a monster. I don't know. Mm. But at the end of the day, she's just... Uh, she. I think she also was really helping to push the push the case that Amber Heard was basically fabricating a lot of statements against Johnny Depp. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, in, in the insinuations, in the in the way she would let, you know, she would rile up Amber Heard such that Amber Heard would be trying to talk over her and, 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 and make it look like Amber Heard was really emotional and all that. Yeah, so that's where, that's where like, I mean, one, amongst the comments online, I've seen some people, quite a few people point out something that I also feel like, like, I don't know whether both of them walk away from this. Okay, no, I guess Johnny Depp walks away in in a better position than Amber Heard. Mm, mm, but mm. but I still find it weird that the UK libel case uh, deemed uh, the article that The Sun published, which detailed, I think, yeah, 14 accounts of Johnny Depp being abusive to Amber Heard as substantially true. Mm. But then in this case, uh, it was the opposite to that la. so based on what I can find online apparently um, in the UK the case was against NGN where Amber Heard could have been put on the stand la, but she mm. wasn't so she wasn't cross-examined to the detail that she was in the US case mm, mm. so that's why uh, maybe the holes in her story uh, that that were kind of hinted at in the US trial didn't come true because it just feels like what. Well, on one hand, the UK says, okay, here's an article talking about Johnny Depp's abusive nature as being substantially true, but in the US, you're like, no, it is uh, it's on the yeah, on the side of Johnny Depp, la, which then makes me think like, because this was also based on a jury, right? Mm. Um, just like, is this is this case even, is it like what you say, it's a, it's, it's a theatrical performance. La. Mm. Um, and maybe, maybe that's how all cases are generally it's just maybe now we're getting a lot more visibility into the courtroom because even if you look at the committee of privileges uh, uh, thing with Pritam and WP and all if you look at just what was shared on social media after Pritam Singh's marathon testimony he came off looking good mm. but then if you listen to the whole thing you're like wait 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 you, you said some stupid shit yeah, yeah. So, so that's why this one is like oh shit like everybody has an opinion everybody is kind of um, swayed by like almost a the more theatrical the, the one the, the cooler moments yeah. and then you also see articles uh, there was this article on Vice saying that the Daily Wire which mm. is a publication founded by Ben Shapiro who we mm. have mentioned before uh, apparently uh, spent a lot of ads on anti-Amber Heard articles mm. and then I was thinking why, why would an outlet do that but then generally I think there is a trend of right-wing uh, publications and outlets kind of being more against the Me Too movement. Mm. Um, I, 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 I believe uh, there is that, that correlation. So it would be in their best interest to discredit Amber Heard. Mm, mm, then, yeah. then I think, oh shit, like, um, no, this is, yeah, this is not, this, this is just a theat- theatrical performance. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, actually, the your earlier question about why, why the 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 trials allowed to be streamed. Right? I guess the larger question also is why is it in Virginia, where mm. it's not it's not where Johnny Depp or or um, Amber Heard live, lah, right? Mm. So um, from what I understand, and I mean people who are who, if anyone knows understands the federal versus state law in the U.S., please please correct us if we're wrong. From what I understand. 
um, they they could do it in Virginia because the article for the well, the Washington Post servers apparently are located in Virginia. Mm. Uh, so so it's it's I I think that's what that's the reason it could be found there. Uh, but secondly, also I mean to for to Johnny Depp's uh, advantage as well lah. That uh, they there are there's certain Virginia has uh, has a slightly looser anti-strategic lawsuit against public participation laws as compared to California, mm. and uh, what that means uh, SLAPP that's a acronym for for uh, for something that is used uh, a strategic lawsuit against public participation. I'm reading. I'm reading from a quote here. Are commonly used to intimidate and silence criticism through expensive, drawn-out legal proceedings. Uh. From what I understand, it involves uh, getting, um, invoking more, uh, invoking the First Amendment, uh, the Americans' First Amendment rights mm. to intimidate critics. Uh, saying that you know that there's a there's a something about free, uh, freedom of speech. Uh, basically, mm. saying that saying that oh, in order to in order to sue me for defamation, you probably need to do, you need to not only prove what you say is true, but also say that, uh, also argue against my rights to for freedom of speech. Uh. Yeah. So my understanding is in Virginia, those laws are much looser. So they don't actually have to go through that much of a, that much uh, uh, legal wrangling in order mm. to sue for defamation. So it's actually easier. Uh, plus, uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, uh, I I would suppose that, you know, I mean, in some sense, the fact that they could actually get the get the whole thing streamed as well, right? Yeah, provided a lot of um, a lot of uh, publicity and fodder for for whoever needed to win the the court of public opinion here, la. Yeah, so much fodder. Yeah. Like you can't open social media and not see something, uh, like like any any kind of content from the trial, la. So mm-hmm. so now in the aftermath, I mean, it's been one day and you're already seeing a big divide. La. There's a bunch of articles saying that this kind of sets back um, sexual harassment victims uh, a, a lot because it is yet another case of misogyny um, and that uh, it's, it's just made life harder for sexual uh, harassment victims. La. Mm. Then on the other school of thought is like, uh, yeah, you know, like it, it just shows that Amber Heard is a... Is a is a liar like, and everything was fabricated. So then it just feels like, wow. Um, I think, yeah, like, like what you said, like no one will ever know the truth. Mm. And it just feels like, wow, this whole thing has just been, just been messy. Like. I mean, on, on social media, Johnny Depp's reaction is a lot more positive. He mm. said, and I quote, this just gave him his life back. He's truly humbled. Whereas Amber heard was that she was heartbroken and, um, the mountain of evidence was still not enough to stand up to the dispropor- disproportionate power, influence, and sway of her ex-husband. But, I mean, if you look at certain instances also, I think for the longest time, she has said publicly the op-ed she posted had nothing to do with Johnny Depp. But then in the courtroom, there was, I think, one clip where she said that's why she wrote the article to push back against the power of Johnny Depp and other men like him. Like. Then so apparently, it's, it's a bit disingenuous, right? argument yeah, to say yeah. that oh I wasn't writing about you I, I I didn't say your name so I wasn't writing about you but it's like it's so obvious la, right based on the yeah. timeline and who you married la, right yeah then also I think there was one pressing of her about her donating the 7 million uh, from their settlement to charity 
uh, which mm. I think hasn't been donated, but she said she has the intention to donate. So you just, you look at this, you're like, hmm. And that's the unfortunate thing about uh, what one journalist aptly called this, the trial by TikTok. Mm, mm, if you have clips like that, right? I think generally, I, I, I think most people have seen images of Johnny Depp, you know, smiling in court, playing the more, you know, the more subdued character, whereas Amber Heard is just frowning. That's the only image I have in my mind. Yeah, frowning or looking like she's in pain. Yeah, looking in pain. So it just feels like, oh, this whole thing. But you know, what? The, you know the feeling, you know what feeling it reminded me of? What? It reminded me of after when Xia Xue released I know, I know. Yeah. almost two hour, <laughs> two hour long bombshell about NOC. Yeah. I had a similar feeling about this. Uh, it brought me a similar feeling about this case like, because it was, remember how exciting it was to to get all the updates about well, what's the latest in the NOC saga and all that. But then up to a certain point when you just realize like, oh my God, it's just a breakup, a very ugly public breakup uh, between two, you know, uh, two very individuals with their own issues, like, right? Yeah. And, and uh, rather than having the space to sort out the issues and, and all, a lot of people uh, got dragged into it. The public was also, you know, um, by by our very poor judgment and instincts also dragged into following this whole thing like right mm. and by the end of it i just come out feeling so icky about myself la. yeah well, the right. moment you said it reminded you of the feeling i knew what what exactly what you're talking about because yeah. i felt that too i remember after watching that whole thing or even skimming through it i was like what yeah. did i just spend <laughs> time on <laughs> what did i just do in my life right what the fuck man yeah but you i've been reading those articles that you're talking about like you know those uh Articles that are saying like, you know, um, it's a very sad day for for female, I mean, uh, the Me Too movement and, and, and setting, it has set like victims of sexual abuse back and everything, right? Yeah. But, um, I mean, it, in some way you kind of got to, as, at some point you just have to, to just say you have to draw a line somewhere, like, right? Mm. And, and, and if the instant, if they, if the these two actors, these high profile actors, who yeah, you could say that they have something to win, but they also have a lot to lose, like in terms of reputation. Like we just mentioned, right? Like yeah. people just get turned off hearing your name already. Like. Um for them to put themselves out there and submit themselves to cross examination uh in the court not only in the court of public opinion, but but by an institution of the state, like, right? An institution of the of the country, of the state that they, they, they reside in, right? Yeah. Um, then at a certain point, you just got to take that whatever the state and whatever the jury comes up with is probably the closest to the, the truth that we can get ready, right? Mm. Uh, and to continually harp on how it's bad for the Me Too movement and, and, and all. Then, then that the, on the flip side, you are basically, you are also destroying the trust that people have in institutions, uh. Yeah, which is an issue that I I have like in the sense that our institutions are flawed. Yes, they're not perfect, but there's a reason why they exist and then why they've been around for that long as well, like, You know, and, and and we shouldn't rush to just say that oh they are flawed. They're run by bigots and 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 you know they're run by people who just want to stay in power and nothing more. Uh, and also and and yeah, they they almost immediately dismissing. The fact that this is an official trial, an official defamation trial with a, a jury that deliberated over three days or thirteen hours and everything, and just saying, "Oh, it's a trial by TikTok," you know? Yeah. Yeah. It just it just completely, 
it just completely takes away any legitimacy from from the legal process, lah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what that's why it's an icky feeling, lah. It's an icky mm. feeling. Um, I also, I mean, when I hear things vote like uh, like where the jury has significant influence and something that is live stream, it just feels like oh, this is not going to be not going to be based just on uh facts, lah, and. And that that is a horrible sentiment because mm. if it's in a courtroom, you would trust that it is going to be based on facts. Mm. So mm. so I guess the moral of the story is if if maybe there should be like a quiz everyone has to take to watch this shit live stream. Yeah, yeah. Like what is what is your just some questions about to gauge your you know you got all the different tests to test your personality types and all that. Mm. Make everybody take a personality test before they can even get access to the live stream. What yeah. am I saying? Because all someone will do is get access and then upload it to TikTok. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. No difference. Huh? Plan gone. But but yeah lah, I mean the it, it is yeah I I know we feel icky about it, but sometimes yeah lah, it's just you know Johnny Depp has to. I think he he he's also sort of at his wits end as to how to how to rescue his career lah, right? Because mm-hmm. he's he he had been effectively cancelled already. But you think and and, the, and the, when you know the problem now in Hollywood is is something that we all we ask uh, how does someone who has been cancelled ever get back his ever get back his due la? like can he come back from being cancelled yeah so the, the I think Johnny Depp's thing was like wait a, wait a minute wait a minute I'm not supposed to be cancelled just yet la. so you, you know? think this this uncancels him I would say yeah the wave of public support has been has been pretty pretty one sided la. And 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 if if you tell me that Johnny Depp's in the movie, uh, I think if anything, this makes people more interested to watch what the next his next movie is la, his next big budget movie is la. or any TV show that comes out of it that is reenacts his whole thing like because you know people yeah. are thinking about it already yeah 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 and who's gonna play Johnny Depp and yeah all that, who's gonna right? play Johnny Depp who's gonna play Amber Heard um, yeah yeah so, so it's a uh, I mean it's a uh, I mean I I I would hesitate to say that it's a uh, Lose lose situation necessarily for you know, for everyone because mm. I think Johnny does he has come out better after this everything here lah yeah you know I think so too yeah I think so too and and we as a public if if there's any lesson we can take away from it is that yeah lah we then there needs to be some nuance in these discussions if not yeah lah this is the there might be a backlash that makes people go completely the other way lah mm. from don't believe the victim to making memes of a victim lah right. Because yeah. don't don't forget the the possibility that maybe maybe Amber Heard is a victim of of domestic violence, but all you know she still might have exaggerated some of her story, you know for 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 dramatic effect lah right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that doesn't mean that she's not a victim. It just means that yeah you know, she she exaggerated the story lah right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Uh, you know, you can't kind of straight away say that she's just a liar. Everything she says is false and all that. It's you don't know lah, and and that's where that's the sad part about this whole thing, all that. Uh, yeah lah, one someone one of them is a is a victim of domestic violence, and and even that issue hasn't been fully resolved. Uh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I hope there are, there are a lot of comments on this uh, on the Reddit because. I can imagine the next few weeks there's going to be a lot of chatter about this. Like. And because, I mean, Amber Heard has also filed a counter, right? She um, filed as part of the case, yeah. Yeah, so this this is probably not the end of it yet. Like. This is not the end of it. Yeah. But let's cool. See, let's see where it goes. Yeah, man. 
But yeah, so now I can finally retire my Team Johnny or Team Amber T-shirt, uh? question. <laughs> oh. no, 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 like, like that's that's like my social lubricant for these few weeks, huh? Um, yeah. I'm surprised you find it as a social lubricant. <laughs> uh, because you should try and ima- the take notice of the face, the picture, the image of the faces of the people you asked that. Uh, you mean actually? What, what do you mean? As in, no, as in like I think you think it's a social lubricant, but most people are like, "Why the fuck is this guy asking me this now?" Oh no, no, no! I I feel people like they their faces light up when I ask them. Because you have seen 100% a Team Johnny. La. What if there's a Team Amber and a Team Johnny when you're having a friendly lunch with your friends who you haven't seen for a long time and it descends into a debate uh, between just two individuals that cannibalizes the whole lunch conversation? That's you called the, the, that's called the Yellow Butt Podcast. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just slowly take out your your handheld mic yeah. and just put it on the table. Uh. Yeah, start recording. <laughs> this will make for a great episode. Yeah, Yeah, but cool, man. But yeah, but speaking of uh, empowering, uh, empowerment mm. and all that as well. Uh, mm. I think our second topic is, uh, you know, it's, it's not Johnny Depp member hurt, but it's it's about someone who, you know, took action as well uh, against an injustice that she saw. Mm. But there's a bit of debate about, about the actions she took. Uh. Mm. So what is this issue? Uh, it's the issue of a certain TikToker. Um, apparently a Singaporean living in the United States. La. The TikTok mm. handle is not your BBY, not your baby, I guess. Mm. Um, where she kind of posted the first TikTok of how uh, the fashion chain Dior, you know, mm. sells the handbags and all that. Uh, in her mind, disrespected her mom like a year ago mm. when mm. she was left standing unattended for 10 minutes while the staff went to serve another family. Um, and she... Recently, she. How went, do you know? Sorry, how do you know it was a year ago? Uh Oh wait, is it not year ago? As in, I didn't get any sense that it was that long ago. I, oh. I thought. Okay, I mean, okay. Maybe it, it was in the past, la, But a year ago seems like very long. La. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. And how maybe, are they traveling yeah. that much a year ago? La, right? Yeah, maybe take take that time thing away. Okay, yeah, okay. Just basically, her mom was disrespected. And then she went back to the Dior store in Italy and bought like a a bunch of bags. La. So the TikTok just had the the caption, Dior disrespected my mom, so I did this. And then it's just clips of them uh, walking in an Italian city and then going to a Dior shop, looking at different handbags and buying it. And yeah, la, that was the post. Mm. And I think the, ca- the written caption was... Uh, don't yeah. let anyone disrespect your mom. Correct. Don't let anyone disrespect your mom. Hashtag Dior. <laughs> it was a hashtag Dior. I mean, she hashtags Dior, hashtags Dior Saddleback, hashtag uh, commission. commission. Yeah. Hashtag FU money. FU money. Yeah. So, What's so FU money actually for those people who don't know? I don't know. Like, like fuck you money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically oh, fuck the, you idea money. Of, the idea of people who make enough money such that they... They can just say fuck you to anyone. They don't have to do anything that ah. regular people need to do to, you know, please people and all. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, okay, a few yeah. money. Yeah. So so she upla- uploaded on 18th May. And I mean, mm. she has been responding to comments. I think like she said, she respond, uh, uploaded another TikTok saying that she didn't expect this to go viral. She was just sharing her experience and she's just going to pretend that it was a... Uh, uh, she said all I wanted to do was share my experience. No means was I trying to take revenge, prove a point, or have anyone fired. I just wanted a good shopping experience and a polite store associate. Because it got picked up by a lot of publications around the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
when we decided to talk about this, uh, what were your thoughts? Uh? No, f- uh, firstly, it's like, who do you think is the big winner in this whole thing? Uh, no one. No one? No, oh no, Dior, Dior. Dior, Dior like, yeah. yeah, Dior. <laughs> yeah, Dior. <laughs> I think Dior is the big winner in this whole thing. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, Dior, yeah, Dior, really. Dior. Correct, correct. And, uh, you know, I, 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 that's why I just found it, it's a funny case of like, sort of like, you know, you, you kind of, uh, it's like you swing to, to hit somebody and you end up, your hand comes back and punches you on the other side of your face. Uh. And why? Uh? Yeah. Why why do you say Dior? Because um, if I ever walked into any place, into any store, and this is something, one of the comments, that, that the threads that people are saying, right? If you walk in a store and people disrespect you, you know, you vote with your dollars, meaning you, you, you walk out of the store and never come back, right? Yeah. Uh, as opposed to, walk out of the store and then find another associate in the store and then spend a lot of money in the store. <laughs> yeah. So I, I that's the first time I've heard of anything like that. La, you know, and, and I think she justifies it by because they, the SA, oh, that's another thing. La, the use of the word SA on TikTok, apparently, I, f- I learned today, SA is, uh, it references a sexual assault on TikTok. So, oh, I thought sales associate. I mean, for her, la, she used it as sales associate, but generally, SA is an acronym for sexual assault because... Because people don't want to type it out and, and you know cause cause a trigger tr- have trigger warnings and all that lah right mm, mm, so so mm. it's just a, not a very good term to use lah um, but yeah anyway the the sales associate is yeah la, it, I mean it's just um oh sorry what was I saying uh the big winner is Dior Dior yeah yeah but but yeah like the sales associate uh I think also some people point out that maybe maybe the sales associates are also playing a game. Of, of, of a bit of like the good cop, bad cop kind of thing as well. Uh, which I, I'm not very sure about that. But anyway, you mean the good cop are playing hard to get? Play hard to get and then, you know, make make people feel like they need to come back and prove something and buy something. Wow, that's all. like some next level marketing. Yeah, yeah. 4D chess, so, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so, so I mean, this one, yeah, like, uh, I think I pity the mom being dragged into this. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. she sh- shows like a photo of a mom, masked up and all. But I don't know, man, this, this was just fucking annoying uh, annoying yeah it was just annoying because like what you say la, like the logic there if you're going to a competitor then great but you're hashtagging Dior mm-hmm. uh, you showcase the products mm-hmm. it almost feels like the stereotypical abusive relationship you know someone abuses you and you go back and shower them with more love yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and because you disrespected me, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip the switch yeah, and like show like, you even more love back to I'm make gonna, you feel bad about it. I'm gonna pay you thousands <laughs> of dollars to show you that you disrespecting me because maybe you thought I was poor. That's not right. Okay, yeah. I have fuck you money and I can yeah. buy whatever the fuck you want. So here's my money. Take yeah. my money and give me what I bought. And yeah. it the I do have some context um of of Dior. Not because mm. I bought something. Not because I bought something for my fiance. But because when we were on our recent trip. Last December, one of um, her friends just asked if we could, you know, uh, help get a bag that was not available uh, in Singapore. Mm. So we went into the shop and I hated the fucking experience. Mm. It just felt like... So this is Barcelona, right? Yeah, in Barcelona. Okay. Um, I mean, it just felt... I mean, I was excited to go in because I wanted to feel it. But maybe it's just not my cup of tea because you were have, you were excited to go in. Uh. I was excited to go in just oh, okay, to yeah. experience. Just to it bitch on it, just to bitch about the not place. Not say bitch la. I honestly went in with an open mind. I kind of mm. knew what to what to expect. Um, but it, it it's one of those things that I think if people have money to buy, then yeah, no no issues with that. Like my fiance's mm. friend and all. But just the whole experience, it just feels like it's a 
bubble, and I know it's meant mm. to be a bubble, but when we went in also, they were not the nicest at the start. Mm. But uh, even when uh, we were asking, oh, can we see this back? Can we see that back? There, there, there was a switch when it was um, that we when we said, okay, we are buying it for a friend. Mm. Uh, maybe because like it didn't help that I walked in with uh, some sambal. <laughs> uh. No, okay. It was bottle sambal. Okay. Because I was going to go visit my mom with her sister and for all for all the things that are available in Barcelona, the one thing they asked me to buy because oh, the aunt is based in Tenerife is sambal. So I found a Asian grocery shop in Barcelona. I bought a few bottles of sambal. Mm. So it wasn't open. The bag was slightly transparent but yeah. I also didn't want to hide it. I'm like, yo, I'm carrying sambal. I'm just going to go into mm. Dior. Sure. But just the whole experience just felt like even beside me there was a family which if you if you google like rich european family this is probably the dictionary definition mm-hmm. like it was two young kids all wearing branded uh, uh clothes with a daughter holding a chihuahua that was perfectly groomed and mm-hmm. the wife just like like getting like six handbags mm-hmm. and I was like hmm this is an interesting uh, strata of society so then when i see hashtags of like fuck you money and dear there's this, there's this flex la there's this mm. flex feel that uh just feels like ugh, is this is this like a not say is this necessary because she can post whatever she wants but it just felt like the logic logic yeah. was a bit weird la. yeah it felt like it felt almost like she was shoehorning um a story about standing up for your mother into uh, flex about how much Dior she bought. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so because you think about it, like I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know whether it was around Mother's Day or anything, lah. This was like in May 18th or what, lah. Mm. But it, it's like uh, Dior disrespected my mum, so I did this, and uh, and then when she talks about the sales associate that that handled her sales as well, um, it's not like that sales associate went out of their way to to do really anything exceptionally great, lah. Other than they got basic service and 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 coffee and water lah, right? Which, mm. <laughs> I mean, so it's 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 you're rewarding someone almost over rewarding someone for it's not like they did anything special either, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's just like I mean everything just of this just reeks of like wanting to flex, but but she didn't get the. It's not like she got treated like a queen when she was flexing at Dior. Uh, and then and then it almost feels like there's this whole story being cooked up uh, about about you know being her mother being disrespected la. Mm. So so I mean uh, she just got treated like a customer. She got served some coffee, some water, and then yeah, la, was allowed to go shop around a bit more before coming back to pick up what she already paid for. So I mean I've seen a lot of flexes and and this one just wasn't that wasn't that impressive like it just it just made me feel like this person didn't think through the flex properly yeah. but is she wrong to post it no 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 yeah you're free to post whatever you want i think yeah that's important i mean i i have friends on on, on instagram so when they post about you know the lavish meals or beautiful holidays that, that they're on uh it's entirely within my it's entirely within my choice right to whether i want to yeah, watch correct. these stories or not yeah and i feel correct. bad about them uh, it's just that when she f- when she put in this element of disrespecting her mother and how it's a clap back to to the sales associate I'm like well, well, well there's not much of it's a very weak clap back uh. if, if anything people just maybe don't respect you as much really uh. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just yeah. felt like um, I mean, just focus on how much you love your mom, lah. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just flaunt the few money, lah. Then you flaunting few money is just, you know, you do it already, and like, okay, lah, fine. But the whole, oh, I, like there's a moral, there's a moral angle to her spending the few money. I'm like, huh? <laughs> you could have donated that money. Then you want to talk about morals and all that, but talk about disrespecting your mom, like, but you went back to the, like you said, like Stockholm syndrome. You went back to the abuser. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this kind of makes you weak, huh? So um, unless this was this revealed to be a Dior kind of like uh, <laughs> ad, a promotion, right? yeah, Dior <laughs> ad or something. <laughs> Disrespect your mum at Dior this yeah, this right. Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Disrespect your mother at this Mother's Day at Dior. Yeah, yeah. man. So it just feel like you watch it, you're like, oh. I mean, of course, we don't need to read the articles and all, but it's just the thought process, like, The thought process is like, hmm, something a bit weird there. Something yeah. a bit weird there. Can I can I just add that it's such a nice coincidence that uh that uh Dior is the brand that was using Johnny Depp as its uh as the spokesperson or the ambassador for oh, Dior yeah. Dior Sauvage. The men's men's scent. That he was he's been the face of the men's scent since twenty fifteen. Oh yeah. yeah. Correct, correct. <laughs> so if anybody I guess if anyone's a, if we after talking through everything who is the big winner today, Harish? Uh, Dior, Dior. Dior, yeah. Yeah. Dior, Dior won big time, man. Yeah, both, yeah. <laughs> Internationally and also in Singapore, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, pretty crazy. But, yeah. But cool. Cool, Ooh. cool, cool. Um, uh, shall, we, shall we explore the one-shot comments of the week? Yeah, sure. What is your one-shot comment? Uh... My one show comment was something on the episode 296, our last episode, the mm-hmm. NUH mm-hmm. Junior Doctor video. Mm. Uh, it was a comment by Lepak-King mm. uh, that came in just yesterday only. Uh, and they say, okay, I really wish you guys success for all your new and future projects. But six minutes of self-promotion on the podcast is just a little bit too long for me. <laughs> Not sure if this would be a popular or feasible suggestion, but how about breaking up the ad time? Example at the start and end of the podcast instead of just at the start. <laughs> mm. I I think what what kind of like uh caused it to go into six minutes was we recorded the pre roll ad for Folklory, then we started and then we were talking about we were plugging something. Uh. Mm. So I think it was just one of those things that uh that came about. Uh and <laughs> I guess we do start uh, the podcast kind of sharing what we go through. Like it just so happened that we were super excited about the thing that we were doing over the past few days, which was mm. the writer's room. Mm. Yeah, I just thought it was like, oh, okay. So uh, are you are you apologizing or what? No, just explaining the context. And oh. I think it's something that we are cognizant about, but it just mm. so happened that on that podcast, yeah, there were there were two plugs. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Because the, the the thing is it's just one of those it's just one of those things. But I appreciate the comment not just saying, Hey, you guys fucking flexing, just shut the fuck up. No lah. It just it just feels like from a listener that has been listening to us and uh just sharing their thoughts lah. So I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not I'm not apologetic about about it or anything lah. Mm-hmm. I think uh yeah, we're just sharing with, with I mean we we we've made a quite a conscious decision to be mm. very public with our with you know even the results of uh, our hundred clients in hundred days uh, doing folklore yeah and everything so. This is part of our plan to share it with more people. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it might not be for everyone, but like I said, you know, if it's so, you know, there's, 
it is right before the it is before the podcast. So there there are ways that if you don't want to listen to the ads, so you can skip forward. Relax, la, la Tara. No, no, not not that I'm encouraging people to 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 do or, or you know not not listen or what. But but it's just uh, I understand ads can also sometimes you're like you don't want to listen to ads because I listen to podcasts sometimes and I I do skip ads sometimes. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's just yeah, it's it's, it's not that big a problem, la, You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just one of those things, lah. Yeah. But, but yeah, I still appreciate the feedback. Uh, yeah. So I think Kumar Babu one nine one nine uh just posted a post on Yala about a question whether what's our take on the latest Ricky Gervais special. Mm. Feel free to ignore if it's too sensitive. Also, will you guys have write and perform stand up comedy again? Mm. So yeah, I I appreciate the question because uh yeah, just kick kick starting some discussions about the Ricky Gervais special. Uh, so yeah, if you watched it, you know, do get do get a subreddit. And let's let's talk about it, lah. Cause I I finished it and I did think, I did have some thoughts about it, lah. That probably a bit different from the Dave Chappelle special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I want I'm, I'm very yeah I'm very curious to hear what other people will say about it as well. Mm. Yeah. So thank you to Kuma Babu one nine one nine. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Then what about the one shot thing, man? Um. Yeah, do you want to go ahead first? Um, yes. So, there is this trailer that dropped recently for Netflix. And I think these days, I rarely get excited about new shows coming out on Netflix. Because uh, it just feels like, just too much. But then this one, it's called Man vs. Bee. Mm. Uh, for this new show dropping on June 24th. And it stars Rowan Atkinson. Mm. Have you seen it? Uh, I've seen the trailer, yeah. Yeah, it's a comedy series. Just about this guy who... Gets like it starts with like a verdict of him in court getting sentenced for I don't know like uh, arson or van- vandalism or something, and he just explains that it was because of a beer. Mm-hmm. And it seems like the whole series is about this one man who goes to I don't know look after a house, mm-hmm. um, and just while taking care of it, there's a he gets into a battle with a bee like, and the bee makes him like while trying to swat the bee away, he breaks this and then he gets injured and all that and. I honestly don't know how it's going to turn out, but just seeing Rowan Atkinson in the f- in the in the realm of physical comedy, right, just mm. makes me so damn happy, lah. Because I don't know how many of the younger generation these days know how iconic Rowan Atkinson and Mr. Bean is. Mm. Mm. Um, and Mr. Bean was just like a, a fifteen episodes of about twenty twenty five minutes each, but it became such a global phenomenon, right? And to this day, lah. So I just thought, okay, I hope this is good because uh, I think Rowan Atkinson is awesome. Uh, one of my comedy heroes also. Mm, mm. So yeah, so I hope it's not a shit show. La. Yeah. Uh, I hope so too. Because, yeah. you know, you, you, nowadays, uh, movies, I don't know. Man. Uh, and you live long enough to see your favorite actors become villains. Uh. Yeah, I'll just appear in very shit movies. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the... My actually my my one shot thing is uh, probably something that I've I've one shot things before, uh. But it just it just came on my radar again today, mm. and and I want to remind everyone to go and check that out again if you mm. haven't yet already. Uh, the twenty twenty two NDP video has been mm. released, and uh, I mean, you know, we maybe we'll talk about it another day or what or something, but it did make me go back and watch last year's NDP video. Mm. And I watched it again, and I just realized, wow, last year's NDP video was really awesome. 
Mm. It was really like uh, I feel like it, it's it's up there with all those classics that you know NDP songs and all. Uh, but in, in this this one is also because of the visual element lah. Yeah. And then uh, you know kudos to the 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 people behind it uh, finding pictures, the animation studio behind it. I, I think it's. Like, I I still look look at that video as like it's a gold standard for what an NDP video should achieve lah. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure in the next few days there's going to be a wave of of talks from people la. Yeah, about the latest NDP video. Confirm one. Because because this year I think this year NDP uh, resumes in person, the in person party and uh, the in person celebration again. Mm. So you know, will people remember last year the viral dancing videos and all that? Of the NDP song, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll be able to recreate the same energy, lah. Let's see. Yeah, I just found it funny that Taufik Batisa was the singer. Why? Eh? Because I mean, the past few years, if I recall, has always been like the singers of the new generation, lah. Mm-hmm. Whereas Taufik Batisa, I don't even know whether he's releasing new music and all. It feels like Singapore has so much musical talent. Mm-hmm. Unless maybe it was their choice, uh, to not do the NDP song. Possibly, yeah, we don't know, right? Yeah, we never know, but know. but yeah, I think the ne- when I watched it just now, there were only like three thousand views. Yeah. So I think the next few days, la, the next few days we'll yeah, see. Yeah. I remember last year the, when the video when the twenty twenty one video came out, everyone was sharing the heck out of it mm. on social media and all that, saying they mm, loved it. Mm, yeah, mm. I love it, I love it. So I'm, I'm saying, yeah, do watch it again if you forgotten what it what it was. Yeah, yeah, man. Cool, cool, man. All right. All right. Thank you all for listening and we'll talk to y'all soon. Peace.